Yo, yo, what up, man? It's your boy, Young LA Friends, aka the 100 Proof Playboy, and I'm back finally with a new episode of the 100 Proof Truth, man. So much shit didn't change, y'all. So much didn't happen. You know what I'm saying? First of all, I want to let y'all know that the album is still dropping. I got this uh, this mixtape dropping called Food Stamp Francais um, within the next few months. And then I got the 100 Proof Playboy, my actual album, coming out sometime like next year in like the spring. So, you know, I'm just working on, on putting out new content, man. Just trying to stay consistent, trying to, you know, I, I know I stopped the podcast. I know y'all was fucking with me and then I just went ghost on y'all just because it was a weird place in my life. That's actually what I want to talk about today um, is is readjusting. You know what I'm saying? You, There are things that are always going to happen in your life you know, you're going to always be uh, hit with brick walls. You're going to always be um, thrown off. That's my neighbor. Um, that's You're going to always be thrown off uh, uh, off your course. You're going to always be hit with, with obstacles. You're going to always be hit with, with speed bumps, you know. And depending on how you readjust, it's going to depend, if, depend on if, you continue to rise at the speed that you're supposed to rise at. If you're going to, you know, slow down a little bit. If you're going to become stagnant. All of those things are factors in um, recalibrating how fast you get to your success. And it's how fast is not, it's not about the speed as much as it's about um, getting there. You know, like Nipsey used to say on, on, on Perfect Timing. It's like, you know. Uh, uh, just as long as you get there, fuck the time it takes. You know what I'm saying? You gotta run your marathon, man. You gotta, you gotta do what you feel like you need to do. You know what I'm saying? Go at your own pace. Don't don't let don't allow other people's lives to dictate what you feel like you should do, or say, or 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 what you should focus on. Cause I'm living proof, bro. Motherfuckers and told me all kind of shit about this music shit, bro. I moved out of my parents' house. Just because I wasn't getting, you know, what I needed from there. I felt like I burnt the spot. I felt like I learned everything that I needed to learn from living with my parents. You know, I'm 25. It was time for me to leave. Now, for those of y'all that's still with y'all folks and y'all don't have nowhere to go, just keep grinding, man, until something presents itself to where, you know, you can you can, you can can be able to jump off of that lily pad and onto another one. You know, it's important to have a support system. I didn't have a support system. You know, my parents said that they was my support system, but I didn't really, and they are my support system, but I didn't have a support system as far as, you know, people support what they want to support. They don't support you unconditionally, and that's very hard to find in in life, you know, especially, you know, when you become an adult, you realize that your parents aren't always going to agree with what you want to do, you know, they're not going to always support what you want to do. And that's because they people. They don't have to believe in what the fuck you want them to believe in. You know, that's not... It's not necessarily like it's not their job as much as it's not a requirement for them to to understand where you're coming from with it. You know what I'm saying? Like, they don't have to... <clears throat> like my dad, for example. I remember when I was 19, bro. My dad told me I can't... I used to go to Cal State Bakersfield. So I came home from uh from college or whatever. It was cool. I didn't really fuck with it like that just because, you know, it wasn't for me. I look back now and think maybe I should have went to a different school 
and continued to try to chase music as I went to another school, but you know, such is life. But I came home, I was like 18, and um, one of my homeboys who actually is, he probably don't, if he ever hear this shit, he probably don't remember. But uh, it's this dude that used to, that, that signed, that, that used to be signed to Nip, RIP. We're gonna get to Nip in a second, because you know, I do want to touch that. Um, but I don't know if y'all heard of this cat named Bino Rideau. And at the time, he was going by, the, by this moniker named uh, Timothy Rotten. This is how big of a, a Bino Rideau fan I, I, you know, I was. I was supporting my nigga, you know, because we was, we was homies. And <clears throat> he used to tell me, like, bro, um, you know, nigga, fuck with me. Woo, woo. His, this was his little sibling. Twitter was, this was like 2012. So Twitter wasn't really cracking like that. It was, but it wasn't really like nowhere near what it is now. Um, it was still had a little life to it. And we met on Twitter. And he was trying to rap, and I was, you know, just, I was 18. I had never written a rap before. I, I used to write little stuff, but not, like, finished songs. I didn't I didn't have beats, you know. So, um, yeah, he was like, bro, you know, fuck with me, my nigga, woo, woo. Like, where you stay? I'm like, I'm, a, I'm in Vegas for right now, but I'm going to get out um, of this school and come back to L.A. and do this rap shit. So he was like, all right, cool. Well, bro, when you get to the city, hit me up. So, anyway... Summer came and my parents came and picked me up. Well, I did horrible in uh, and you know my academics. I didn't really, I didn't really do good just because my mind was already made up. You know what I'm saying? And I felt like if I was to chase this dream, I had to be all money in. You know what I'm saying? I had to be a hundred proof with it. I can't fake. I need to. I feel like this is what my calling is. And I didn't know half the shit I know now about myself and not, and what my I feel is on my prophecy and my legacy uh, with hoes. But my dad told me, so he had a show and at the Key Club. And I told my dad, I said, hey, this dude, um, one of my homeboys, he got this show at the Key Club. And this is before Beano knew Nip. This is before all that shit. And I was like, yo, um, can can I go to this this, my homeboy got a show. Can I go um, to the show? Because um, the homie want me to go. It's going to be some people there. You know, I want to I do this music thing. My dad looked me in my face and told me, if I want to do music, I'm going to have to find somewhere else to stay. I can't I can't stay there. He's not finna support a rap career. And so I need to either A, be working, or B, going to school. So... Um, at that point, I knew that uh, my, my parents weren't going to fuck with my dream. Like that. I knew that at that point that I had to s- separate myself from everything that I knew to be heralded as family from me. And so it was that at that point, I felt like I was alienated and I felt like I didn't have, you know, as far as like a support system, I didn't have one. You know, so my whole life. Like I was running around trying to find a support system. I was just trying to surround myself with people who are like-minded. Um, and so, you know, the years would go by and progress. And Bino, and, and Bino ended up getting signed to Nip. And then, you know, he uh, he's Bino Rideau, which everybody knew, which he ended up being real close with my favorite rapper, you know, which that could have been me. But I'm saying all that shit to say that that could have been my story. I could have, I could have. You know, got signed into to Nip too. Could have been in the studio with Nip and experienced that. You know, but now the man is gone, and you know life goes on. But 
I'm saying all that to say that you don't need to compromise your dreams. You don't need to compromise what you feel to satisfy your family or your friends or even yourself, you know? It's some things that you may feel like you're afraid to do because you feel like you can't do them. Fuck yourself. Just like fuck everybody else, fuck yourself. Fuck what you think. Not what do you feel. Fuck what you think. What do you feel? Know what I'm saying? Because your mind will play tricks on you. You're not somebody ghetto boys. My mind's playing tricks on me. Your mind is going to play tricks on you every time. It's about what you feel in your spirit and in your heart. You know what I'm saying? And even sometimes your heart will misjudge. You got to find, you got to dig deep and look within your spirit and find what you want to happen for you. What do you, what do you want out of this life? What do you want out of your vessel? What do you want your realm to consist of? Because we all live in a spiritual realm. You know what I'm saying? We all live in a realm that's controlled by frequency and, and, and spiritual energy. Frequency meaning your mind, your brain patterns, what you put out into the universe uh, uh, psychologically. What you, I'm not this, I ain't gonna never be this. I ain't gonna never make a million dollars. I ain't gonna never uh, move out of my mama's house. I ain't gonna never buy, you know, that, that, that the CTSV Cadillac. I ain't gonna never, you know, those are the things that I thought. You know, I ain't never gonna make it. I ain't never gonna do this. Those are the things that I used to think. You know what I'm saying? When you inside of a, a toxic environment, you know, like going back and forth, your your parents fighting, you fighting with them, you get kicked out, and you come back, and you fight with them again, and you get kicked out. But I didn't be I didn't be kicked out of my parents' house more times than any nigga in America. I'd be kicked out more times than any nigga I know. Flat out. Why? Because I was a rebellious child. I just felt like I, I wasn't I was not gonna take no for an answer. You know what I'm saying? Like, I grew up off of Tupac, Stone Cold Steve Austin, uh, uh, nigga, nigga, fucking, like, Nip, nigga, Kanye. I grew up off of rebellious general niggas that felt like, you know what I'm saying? Like, niggas like Rick Ross, niggas like, like, like Dick Gregory, niggas like Muhammad Ali, niggas like H. Rap Brown, niggas like Soakley Carmine, all those niggas... I grew up off of them, niggas like Malcolm X. I grew up off of those people, man. My dad was like a huge, like, my dad was in the Pan-African student group in Chico State in like 78, 79. He was there for four and a half years, so black intellect, black thought, black strength is what what I align myself with. You know what I'm saying? And so the reason why I thought for myself early on was because as a child, I knew that there are people that cannot, t- like even now, as adults, there are people that, that cannot tell their parents, no, I'm not doing that. I don't want to do that. Or, no, I, I, I want to do this. There are people that, like I used to tell people when I was young, and, and this is how I know that I come from a long lineage of wise men, because I was a child and I said, I didn't even know what I was saying until I got older and I thought about this. People used to say, you know, Tyrone, I, 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 I don't know about X, Y, Z, woo, woo, woo. And even still to this day, some people would still say, you know, my, my, I, I don't want to do this. I really want to do this. But my parents, you know, everybody want to make their parents proud, man. That's, you know, the biggest thing everybody want to do is, you know, oh, I want my mom and my dad to be proud of me. First of all, if your parents have any type of brain in their head, 
which most of y'all, I don't know, I don't want to speak for y'all, but not everybody got a brain in their head, dog. I'm just keeping the G. But what people don't realize is your parents are going to be proud of you despite what decisions they make, despite what decisions you make, if they love you. If your parents love you, they're going to be proud of you regardless of what you turn out to be. As long as you don't turn out to be some kind of a murderer or a killer or some shit like that, most of the time, most parents love you unconditionally. They may be, they may feel as though you, you need to work harder or, you know, do this more, do that more. But at the end of the day, like I always tell people, man, like, your parents gonna die one day. And when your fucking parents die, nigga, because I've had this talk with myself, when your parents die, you're going to be stuck with all the decisions you made because they wanted you to. And not the things that you wanted to do. That they didn't agree with. And that's as simple as life is. Think for you. There's so many people that don't know how to think for them. They don't know how to think independently. They don't know how to formulate their own thoughts. Puppets on the string. Puppets on the string. Every, every time they, hey mom, what you think? Puppet on the string. Hey dad, what you think? Puppet on the string. Hey, uh, what you, puppet on the string. God, I puppet on the string. You know what I'm saying? I'm not saying you shouldn't go to God and ask God for guidance, but at the same time, you know, use, you know, faith without works is dead. And I know that we all, you know, we should all go to God, but I don't, I don't, I don't talk to God like he's some uh, being to be feared. I know God is to be respected, but I don't go to God like I'm a lowly worm. And please, I know you have so much to do. That you can't No I go to God like listen nigga Cause I know you gonna hear mine Know what I'm saying Eventually you gonna pick up this bullshit ass voicemail And answer the real answer the real nigga when he call Cause he always do To me It ain't always when I want him to But when it's something serious When I come at God like I'm serious It be times you know when I Me personally I talk to God And I you know, I say a little shit. You know, I, I talk shit to God. You know, that's me and God got a real peculiar relationship. I always tell people that. I talk shit to God. Just like, you know, when shit happened to me, like I be in the crib and I stub my toe or something. I believe God has a spirit of, of, of laughter. And I think that all of like the little small little things that happen to us, all of the small lessons that happen to us. It's just like when you got a, a toddler child, right? And you tell that child, no, don't do that. No, don't do that. And then they do something. And let's say like they... They trying to they, they trying to do something and it don't work out for them. You kind of laugh because you're like, see, I told you. And their little feelings is hurt and they mad or whatever. But then they get over it. And that's how God looks at us. But I always was like, listen here, man. All right, nigga. I know you just seen this bullshit that just happened. So I'm going to work on my end to fix it. And whatever the hell you could do up there, you fix it up there. All right. Whatever you got up there that you can use to help a nigga get to this point B, good looking. Don't bullshit me. Don't act like you don't hear this shit. I know it's a lot of them hoes that's praying to you, talking about please don't let me be pregnant. Fuck them bitches. Them bitches gonna go to the hitman anyway, whether they pregnant or not. They gonna go get a plan busy or they gonna go see uh, Dr. Kevorkian. And get Hoover vacuumed the fuck up. So either way it go... My prayers is more important because they keep praying for the same shit and making the same mistakes. I'm praying for real shit and ain't really getting no results like that. So can you find some kind of way in your schedule to uh, make time for a real G? 
my nigga. And that's all. And I believe that God hears my prayer. You know, it ain't no specific way to pray. You know, sometimes I ask my mom and my grandma, like, on some, like, on some dumb shit. Like, hey, how do you know when God talks back? Just to hear what they say. And it's always some churchy-ass answer. It ain't never nothing real. Like, you know, God, no, like, God, I don't understand why people try to fake, like, they not them to God. Like, oh, let me talk to God. Like, God, no, that's fake. God, uh, hello. Hey, Father, how you look? How you doing? Listen, um, I know that I, uh, you know, I come to you uh, as humbly as I know how, um, asking that. Like, nigga, he know that you killed that nigga last night, and you finna ask for that nigga to uh, remove the evidence? Well, check this out, homie. Uh, you going to jail, nigga. You going to jail, nigga. God ain't feeling that. Uh yes, Lord. I, I all the motherfuckers that be in the church and shit. Uh yes, and God said uh shabadabadoobdop and to leave money for the offering. Uh, motherfucker, God know that you niggas is corrupt. Bishop Noah Jones fuck bitches and got the nerve to tell niggas to not fuck bitches. Noah Jones live with a bitch he ain't married with, nigga. He ain't married to that lady. And a nigga tried to say he be in the crib. And they don't be touching. Nigga, it get cold at night, nigga. Fuck is you talking about? No Jones be waxing that ass. And that nigga bold face lie. If he say he don't, he's still in the wrong because he's shacking up with a woman that ain't his wife. I can shack up Noah Jones because I ain't a man. Of, I, 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 ain't, I, ain't, I ain't a shepherd of the flock. I'm a man of God, but I ain't a shepherd of the flock. Because, nigga, you got to live by what you saying. You a preacher, nigga. I can fuck up. I'm in the congregation. You can fuck up, but you can't do no dumb shit like this. You know you wrong. You know, Jones is talking about, I don't live, I, I, I live with her, but that ain't, that ain't my wife, and we don't sleep in the same bed. Yeah, but y'all in the same house, nigga. And then nigga be trying to cycle and I see motherfuckers like that. Motherfuckers be the main motherfuckers bullshit, and the motherfuckers in the church. That's how you get your shit fucked all the way up listening to niggas that only know what they was told. Half the motherfuckers in church, they ain't never read the Bible. Truth be told, half, more than, more than half the motherfuckers that be talking about, you going to hell, you doing this, you doing that. Most motherfuckers ain't read the Bible, though. Most motherfuckers ain't read the Bible, though. I'm going to tell you how I know that. Because one time, this lady, this old, this old... Frankly, bitch, tell me I'm going to hell because I don't read my Bible every day and pray. I was like, bitch, if that's the prerequisite to going to heaven or hell, bitch, I don't want to go. You mean to tell me if I forget a day, then if I forget to pray and I forget to read the Bible, read the Bible one day, like my day just gets so hectic to where I forget I gotta repent for not reading the Bible, and then if I don't do that, then I'm going to hell. So if I, so what you're saying is, in the event that I have a long day, my something happened, and I get in a car crash and I survive and all that shit, uh, I need to wake up out my coma and uh, pray, and then read the Bible, and then go back to being in a fucking coma, or I'm going to hell. Fuck it, I think I'm I'ma die and then go to hell. Bitch, is she fucking stupid? But I used to believe all that shit. And I was people that's our age that don't believe in, in, in church like that, dog. Motherfuckers don't believe in church like that.
Motherfuckers, oh, you need to pray, you need to woo. Every time I go to church, all they doing is talking about what the young people doing, what the young folks need, and the young folks need, and the young folks need, and fuck that. That's why the black church gonna end up dying out. Cause all they do is talk shit about everything that goes on outside instead of talking about what goes in on inside. Cause it's a whole lot of corruption going on inside the black church, and Noel Jones Church is one of them. And I just want to let you niggas know that if you go to a church and you got a gay pastor or a gay uh, praise and worship leader, I just want to let you know that uh, that's the reason why y'all church be uh, abnormally hot on the inside because hell is rising and um, the shit fumes is compacting with uh, the carbon dioxide in the air, which is why y'all niggas have got to open the windows every motherfucking time. Y'all in there doing the praise and worship. Church ain't even started for a long time. Y'all in there talking about it's hot in a motherfucking air. That's because these fruit booty ass niggas is in here and they asshole percolating to the word of God and they fucking up the air quality. That's all I'm saying. That's why I can never move to Atlanta, dog. I know a whole bunch of people that sent, that's that that came from L.A., that moved to Atlanta, I could never fuck with going to Atlanta because I know that air out there is fucked up like a motherfucker, nigga. That shit is horrible. You know what I'm saying? You be out there, catch a stroke, nigga. Heat stroke, dick stroke, all kind of strokes, nigga. Nigga, I tell you, stroke a match, nigga. Whatever, nigga. It's hot than a motherfucker. I know it's stank like a motherfucker in Atlanta, so I'm cool. I just uh, be in L.A. with the Mexican homies eating tacos and tortas and dealing with this traffic and uh, this high-ass rent because that's all this motherfucker's got for us in L.A. So, yeah. Um, before, uh... Before I cut this shit to a zero, though, man, I just want to touch on the, the whole Nipsey thing. I know for, for most of y'all that know me, like, personally, or even if you don't know me personally, you just follow me on social media, you know that um, I was, you know, a student of Nip. And I'm going to just keep it real with y'all, man. I don't, I don't give a fuck about where this shit make it to as long as the energy manifests. Um, niggas didn't just conspire to kill Nipsey. And I want to eloquently say this, have it recorded to where I never have to speak on it again in this magnitude. And I'm going to just spend, you know, maybe like five to ten minutes on it. You don't just kill a nigga like Nipsey, right? Because Nip was heavily connected to And I know all of like the, the YouTuber niggas then dissected and shitted on the case and sp- Bit all over they whatever. Motherfuckers don't know what they're talking about. First of all, first of all, it was an inside job. The nigga with the cowboy hat, the nigga that sh- allegedly shot the nigga, um, as well as several other people was in on killing this man. And the reason why I say that is because how come nobody ran to this nigga's aid? If y'all knew he was outside and y'all heard gunshots coming from outside, why did nobody run outside to try to help the nigga? Because I'm going to tell you like this, bro. I have no I have no shame in saying this. Y'all lives are way more recoupable than a nigga like Nipsey's. 
all the motherfuckers that was sitting in there, that was running away, that didn't dive in front of the shit, that didn't try to help the niggas survive, none of it. All you motherfuckers that just watched it happen, that was there, because motherfuckers was there. Y'all lives ain't about shit. All y'all gonna do is just eat shit and 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 and, li- and live until you fucking die. So all you gonna do is just eat shit, sleep until you die. For the most part, motherfuckers ain't gonna be shit. All the motherfuckers that was in that plaza that was running around, motherfuckers ain't gonna be shit. Motherfuckers ain't gonna do shit with their life. Motherfuckers ain't gonna be shit in their life. Motherfuckers just wanted to preserve the inevitable. Like, you're going to end up dying and not be shit. So why would you let a nigga like this die who had more to live for than you? And people always be saying, well, you can't say that proof because how how you going how you going to say that people not lives are, are not worth and not your life ain't worth shit. You know, your life ain't worth shit. You know, your life ain't worth shit. You know, your life is not worth shit. You know that. Not diving in front of that bullet or not coming outside. The nigga said this, dog. Nigga with the cowboy. I don't give a fuck about nobody say. I know an inside job when I see one. I done done all my research. I know. Now, just look at this, okay? The nigga said, nigga got in front of the camera crew and said this, okay? We was outside and the dude, Eric Gardner, came, uh, 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 I mean, not Eric Gardner, uh, excuse me, Eric Holder. Eric Gardner is some of the guy that got, uh, choked out in New York. Eric Holder came out and uh, he said that he was a he was a, a a fan and all that other bullshit and he went and mastered burger got his burger and left right okay that's a fucking lie because nigga when you look at the fucking let's say this let's say the nigga Eric Holder was there right if you look at the police if you look at the the the, the security the surveillance footage nigga you don't see that nigga face. Look, the car that the nigga that shot Nip was in, when they took the crime scene photo, that car was gone. All the other cars that was sitting there was still there. They was still there. So the nigga with the cowboy hat, that nigga's a lie. That nigga was in on it. Look, the nigga that's that the nigga uh Eric Holder, that nigga said that he didn't when they first arrested that nigga. They said they was looking for that. That nigga got on his that nigga got on his Instagram and said, I did not do it. I did not kill that nigga. I did not kill that nigga. Then that nigga got back on there and said, Yeah, I did kill a nigga, but it wasn't my idea to kill a nigga. They gave me $75,000 and said that I'd be guaranteed to get off the case scot-free if I killed the nigga. Who is they? The LAPD. The LAPD that harassed and been trying to kill Nip from day one. From day fucking one. From day one. LAPD then did more raids at the Crenshaw store, which used to be formerly known as Slauson Ave. I mean, Slauson Tees. They didn't did more raids there than any other business in that area, in that district. Why? Because they think them niggas is some drug dealing, stupid niggas. We're going to come in here, we're going to find some, some coke or some weed and all that shit. They, that's what they think. The niggas is too dumb to go legit. So they know that that nigga hangs out in that plaza every day and they had an informant, which I believe was the cowboy nigga. Because the cowboy nigga is his big homie. And I believe that they leveraged, this is what I know. 
They leaned on that nigga. They leaned on the Eric Holder nigga. Not just that, the Eric Holder nigga hugged and shook that nigga hand like three months before the nigga died. And they passed some shit at the Crenshaw store. I mean, the Marathon store. Bro, nigga came up there. And this nigga, it was a crowd of people. And the nigga was hanging out in the front. And the nigga shook the man's hand, hugged him, all that shit. So, why would this nigga, if, 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 just think about it like this. First of all, we can't even see who the nigga's face. How, how can we prove? Then, look, this is the other thing. Christopher Darden picked up the case. And then Christopher Darden dropped the case. Why would Christopher Darden drop a case like that? Why would Christopher Darden drop a case like that? Because the facts prove you can't see his face. You see a nigga doing that, but you can't see his face. You see a nigga shooting him, obviously. Shooting him, run away. Shooting him, come back. Shooting him, run away. Shooting him, come back. Know what I'm saying? And then on top of that, how many times did the nigga run away from it? It was a fucked up hit. Because he thought niggas was going to come out busting. And niggas didn't. And when niggas didn't come out, then he ran back again. Which, if you look at the video, you could clearly hear Nipsey talking to the nigga. Like, I ain't dead yet. Nigga, woo-woo, saying some shit. You can hear him. You can see him bobbing, bobbing his head. And all I'm saying is... That's a, uh, that's a sorry in the background. My bad, y'all. But all I'm saying is... Is that... If we being real, who the fuck shot that nigga? Not just that, the LAP. More importantly, why is everybody acting like the LAPD didn't do this? More importantly, why why is everybody acting like the feds didn't? The feds kill everybody that's black, bro. It ain't no secret. It ain't no secret, and I'm not wrong for saying that shit. Because it's the truth. <clears throat> the feds kill everybody. The feds kill Tupac. The feds kill Nip. The feds killed Martin Luther King. The feds killed Malcolm X. The feds killed DePinto. The feds killed uh, uh, Huey Newton. The feds killed. The feds destroyed the Black Panthers. Uh, the feds killed Tookie Williams because Tookie Williams was on that positivity shit and not that murder shit. And he was the leader of the Crips. And if he said go fuck all police, we uh uh it's a war against police, nigga. Then niggas would have went because that's the order from the boss. You know what I'm saying? The, the, the feds killed uh, uh, feds well they didn't kill him but they blew his head off Kennedy they didn't kill Kennedy kill, Kennedy Kennedy died in a uh, in one of them homes as a vegetable he didn't die in Dallas as people think but he didn't he did not die he just became a vegetable uh, uh, also Martin Luther King didn't die he got smothered to death in the hospital um, and so they kill everybody, bro. Fez is they they murder everybody. It's a looming cloud over anybody that's why you think the Fez ain't trying to I'm just saying like why you think the Fez ain't trying to kill niggas like Jay Z? I think the Fez not trying to kill Jay. Why have we never heard of no attempts on Jay life? Like no hit. Nobody tried to, you know, nothing. Cause he ain't never said anything that's against the agenda. And I'm not trying to get hotel up on y'all. I'm just saying niggas need to really pay attention to who they supporting. Because we in an era where 
supporting somebody don't just mean by their music now because you can see who they are from the inside and, and the outside. I'm going to tell y'all niggas who I am. I don't agree with immigration. I don't agree with that shit. I believe that us as taxpayers in this country shouldn't have to pay for people who don't contribute to the pot here. They shouldn't be able to get the benefits of being on welfare and all that shit and they illegal. They shouldn't be able to come over here, commit crimes, and then go home. Niggas can't commit crimes and get in a canoe and swim the fuck back to Africa. Niggas can't never do that shit. They'll catch your ass before you get to the border. So as far as I'm concerned, that ain't right. But it's happening. And people, people feel a way about it. I don't feel a way about shit. I fuck with the Chicanos way more than I fuck with the wetbacks. If we just keeping the G, that's just me. Now, I'm not saying it's not some wetbacks that's cool people. But I'm saying for the most part, the wetbacks don't even want the Chicanos here, bro. And all it is is just colorism and, 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 and in-house racism for the most part. For the most part. Color grade fucked up everything for black folks, for Latinos, nigga, Asian, everybody else on the planet. The color grade system fucked it, fucked it, fucked it all up. Because the closer you are to white, the more you respect it. That's the idea. But what motherfuckers don't know is the darker you are, the more you respect it globally. Behind closed doors, the darker you are, the more you respect it. From a public standpoint, look, what is that? Us Weekly? Put out a, 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 not Us Weekly, what's the other one? Whatever, one of them white magazines. Do you know how they do the, the most attractive, uh, the most beautiful woman on the planet shit every year or some shit? It's always a white bitch. It ain't never Lupita. It ain't never nigga Angela Bassett. It ain't never my mama. It's always a white bitch that look like Jack Skeleton. It's always a bitch that look like a bust up a kielbasa sausage that, that get that fanfare like that. It ain't never a sister. But if that's the case, how come every white bitch in America is trying to get Botox injections, make their lips big like the sisters? How come they all trying to get ass shots? How come they all trying to get their boobs? How come they trying to be built like our sisters and end up coming out being built like uh, a yellow jacket? And that's the world we live in. But all I'm saying is, is that your voice is important. Who you support is important, you know? And people be hiding their intentions. I don't hide my intentions. I just told y'all niggas what it is. I don't agree. I don't I don't fuck with, and I'm not a racist. I know me. I'm black. Black people can't be racist. Black people have been through more than anybody in this fucking country. Black people can't be racist. Because black people being racist is really just black people having an opinion on the world around them. And that's what qualifies niggas to be racist. Although niggas' history gets stole from them. Niggas, women get raped and killed. Niggas get shot and killed. All the man, look, 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 all the, look, all the Latino gangs like MS13 and shit. MS13 is the, was designed by the CIA to completely eradicate black life. Completely eradicate black life. Once they do that, then they're gonna pack up all the burritos and send them back to Taco Bell. Cause what did black people do to? Mexicans for Mexicans to feel like, okay, now <clears throat> we finna exert our heritage. You see, they, they got different cliques. Do your research. Mexican gangs don't beef with each other like that. Mexican gangs beef with. Mexican gangs beef with black gangs, and, and that's it. They may have some inner barrio, what they call it, a feuds, but they mostly make, make them niggas just get out. Once they get out, then it's over. 
And then if anything spill out outside of that, then it's a DP and it's a green light. And, and motherfuckers, usually motherfuckers get killed for shit like that in the Mexican games. Because it's an agenda on their behalf to destroy all of us. Like all you niggas that live in the South, I'm going to tell you niggas now. You motherfuckers can't never say that I didn't tell you. I tried to tell you niggas on Twitter, and I'm telling you motherfuckers now. If you niggas live in the South, the Mexicans is finna get real bad out there. And what you motherfuckers need to do is this. You motherfuckers need to start fighting for y'all hoods. Don't let if they do drive-bys. Y'all go over there and y'all hit back. Fuck whatever y'all. Oh, let's come together and talk. They don't want to talk. They want to conquer. They want to instill fear and destroy y'all communities. That's it. They want our culture without us. That's it. That's it. That's it. So when you get down to the, the nitty-gritty of it, that's all they want is to completely eradicate us because they're jealous of us. And niggas is so forgiving. Niggas got to stop being so forgiving. If niggas, if, black, if the black community, as I'm saying this and I'm done, as if the black community as a whole was to just focus on them for, for the next 10 years, don't do shit for nobody else but just themselves. Bro, the world would fear black people. Every time somebody did something to a black person, it's clapback. It's a penalty. It's a consequence. If niggas did that for the next 10 years, the whole world would leave black people alone. They'll leave niggas alone. Cause they know niggas ain't playing And every time When they know To leave niggas alone Is when niggas tear some shit up And niggas ain't tore some shit up In a long fucking time So All I'm saying is Is that That's what it is the Type of nigga I am When I put my shit out If you If you gay I don't hate gay people I'm just I don't It's some weird shit to me I don't I don't feel like it's cool For niggas to like dick and you a man. That goes against disrespectful to me because I'm a man. And I don't like penis. I never will. The only penis I like is mine. And when the only time I like my penis is when it go in a vagina. That's all. That's it. I talk to my dick. Hey, man, you want some pussy today? Okay, cool. I go get some pussy. I don't be like, hey, man, let me suck you. I ain't never said no shit like that. And I never will. Because that's some gay shit. And that shit is weird to me. To me, I feel like it's weird how they trying to force this gay shit on these kids. When these kids deserve to grow up and make their own life choices. If they want to grow up and put a dick in their mouth, let them choose. Don't put the dick in their mouth and say, now nah, you're supposed to be gay. That's fucked up. That's what that is. That's imperialism. That's what you're saying. you basically saying you can only do what we want you to do. Because if you do what you want to do, then we against that. Can't do what you want to do. Hell's wrong with you, nigga. What, what, Fuck you mean you want to do what you you don't want to be gay. No, you going you going to be gay. You know what I'm saying? So that's how I feel. I don't fuck with I don't fuck with a lot of shit. You know what I'm saying? That's just me. And some niggas is afraid to speak out and say what they feel. You know, and I get this a chess game, and I get that years from now somebody gonna fuck around and dig this shit up and try to hold this shit against me, and I'ma stand on it. Because that's me. And if I'm supposed to lose my money and all that because I said fuck gays because most of the gay community. Nigga, I had a gay teacher. That nigga, when I was in pharmacy tech school, bro, I had a gay teacher, bro. Dan Legaspi. Know what I'm saying? And my nigga Dan was one of the coolest teachers I ever had, bro. Straight out. Straight out. Dan was one of the coolest teachers I ever had. And he put it to me like this. Me and the other homie that was in the class, um, the, the 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 Indian homie Jazz, he put it to us like this. He gay, but he don't he don't believe in that whole pride shit. That shit is some bullshit. So you saying that y'all deserve a parade for sucking dick and taking and, and, and taking dick? 
Women been taking dick and sucking dick since the dawn of man. Y'all don't get no fucking parade. Know what I'm saying? That's how it, that's how it go. That's the way the pendulum swing. But that's just a piece of me. And every time I do this podcast shit, I'm going to get niggas more and more and more and more and keep making music until I get to my point B. But I'm going to stay me all the way. And then, you know, if these motherfuckers blow me out of here and they ain't going to do me like Nip, we're going to be on TV. We're going to be on TV. We're going to be on television. I tell everybody I know. I'm telling you, bro, when I get big and they try to do it to me, we're going to be on TV, nigga. And we're going to get to the bottom of who the fuck just, I don't give a fuck, nigga. Nigga, I ain't going to jail. Oh, you you shot a gun. Okay, he was trying to kill me. They go to tape right there. I'm not going to jail, though. Well, we just need to hold you. You're not holding shit. I'm not giving y'all no bail. I'll be a fugitive for defending my life. Nigga, I ain't finna go to jail for some shit that some, somebody else did try to do to me. Oh, we need to arrest both parties. No, you don't. Do the cop work. No, you don't. No, you don't. Do the cop work. You, and I'm not going. And, that's, that, and I mean that. I mean that. Nigga, it's the way we have, it's the way we do things. I'm not finna be a part of the prison pipeline, dog. Y'all not finna make no money off of me for however many hours that I'm gonna be in there until I post bail. Fuck all that, nigga. Not doing that. Not doing that. I put myself under citizen's arrest, nigga, now. Motherfucker, now. You know what I'm saying? But, um... Yeah, man, I, I I be meaning to get back to, uh, I'm going to start making more of these, man. I'm going to start doing a daily podcast every day, bro, until, you know, we get a, a system going um, to where, you know, y'all can enjoy the content. I know I've been late for like the past year. I ain't did one of these and almost going on a year, if not a year. So, um, also, I'm going to get on to, um, I'm going to start doing, I'm working on figuring out how to do some shit on YouTube. I don't want to do a podcast on YouTube and do a podcast on here because that's kind of like, you know, beating a dead horse. But I'm going to definitely have some content on YouTube that I'm working on. Also, nigga, I'm hip on my YouTube. Um, I'm going to try to put, not try to put, I'm going to put my uh, my link in my bio to all my social medias. And then once you get to my Twitter or whatever, you can find my SoundCloud and my YouTube to go to the nigga, I'm hip video. Also, all you got to do is if you want to hear the song, go on, YouTube, um, go on Spotify, go on Apple Music um, and type in nigga, I'm hip with no spaces, nigga, I'm hip. On YouTube, I mean on Spotify and Apple Music, and you can hear my shit. My shit banging, you know what I'm saying? Yup, nigga, get off that county shit. You know what I'm saying? Get some real chips. Also, it's a new single that I just dropped called Moscow. I just dropped that maybe like a, a week ago or so. So go cop that. It's the same thing. Just type in LA Friends on uh, Spotify and Apple Music, and you'll find my shit, all right? So until next time, I want y'all niggas to stay 100 proof. And uh, keep it G, all right? I'll catch y'all niggas later. One love.